before we say the shmuz, just one hora. Uh, people are asking different places where it's appropriate to have kibana for the the shmuz. That uh, we're we're in the field of person should focus in the kashas etc. So hashkivain um, was a very strong tefillah for the person being pers protection over kliyso. So people should hashkivain with kavana, and reiban yenu is also a place where person should have strong kavana. A person wants to insert a name for for protection etc. Preferably should do in shemayt tefillah or that in the lekanisur. Um, I said over some, some thoughts last week for the high school. I, I'm going to touch on some of those thoughts again. But I want to be Mark of Beer a little bit. Uh, the Raman, in the Perak talks about the concept of the Kiddush Hashem. So the uh, first nine halachas deal with the halacha of Yargo Yaber, one of the series where the person is to give up their life, not to do an Avera. Uh, that's the first nine halachas. Allah deals with a situation where a person who is an Adam does something which people can misinterpret. So that's a Chil Hashem, does something which people learn from to do the right thing. That's a Kiddush Hashem. That's Allah Yudal. In Allah Yud, he says a fascinating concept. This fascinating concept does not even bring a Makor. He doesn't bring a Maramokim for this Rambam, where it's from. Kalarim Midaita Balayonis, a person who does an Avera. Knowingly, without any pressure, Allah has become mitzvah and worse patero. Bishat nefesh, not caring. Lahachis, just to show his work and do whatever he wants. Raise him a chal Hashem. It's a chil Hashem. It's a chil Hashem. Person to have without caring. It's a chil Hashem. Vimaber basar mi Yisrael. Raise a chil Hashem. Berabin. He does that publicly. He's showing his disregard for Kadosh Baruch Hu's taro. It's a chil Hashem. Berabin. V'chein kol parish me'avera. I also mitzvah. Person was careful not to do an avera. Person did a mitzvah, not because there was any other motivation. He had no motivation other than because Hashem exists and he wants to do Hashem's rotzen. That's the whole motivation why he does the mitzvah. For example, Yosef refused Eshes Rabbi. There was obviously. No motivation over there. It wasn't going to get any benefit from it. It just was. Hashem exists, and you can't do, you can't go against the Ratzon of Hashem Baruch Hu. He raised him a Kaddish Hashem. It's a Kiddush Hashem. Fascinating Rambam. Uh, the passage of the Makor for the Rambam is more insight. And the more insight, the more uses the lashon that Yehuda, who was Moida, was Kiddush Hashem Shemayim Berabim. The Bershim therefore made Yehuda's name up with the Shem of in it. And Yosef, who was Makadosh Shem Shemayim Beseser, Rosham added a hey onto his name, Yehosef. Because he's Makadosh Shem Shemayim Beseser, you see there's a Muslim of Kiddush Shem Shemayim Beseser. And the example is this, it doesn't fit in, it's not the dinner of Yarbo Yavr. Uh, could be there's no dinner of Yarbo Yavr by, by Ben Noyach, that's part of the, part of the question. But uh, it wasn't, he wasn't inspiring Ashish Rabbi to become a Tzedekist. Right, so where, where, where's the Kiddush Hashem? The Kiddush Hashem is you do something because the Kiddush Baruch Hashem so. Uh, the Rambam says that a person who disregards a Kaddish Baruch who's uh, mitzvahs because he doesn't care, that's a chil Hashem. Uh, 
I know this is probably not, not appropriate to be Masra Rama based on the Zoyer, but, uh, you know, Masra Rama based on the Zoyer sounds strange. But I, I, the way I understand this Rama was with, is with the Zoyer. Uh, the Zoyer says that, um, he talks about the concept of Chil Hashem, he says that it's connected to the word Chalal. Chalal is a void. There's a Chalal, there's an emptiness. The Russian when he created the Bria, the Russian is Yesh, the Russian is existence. And if the Bershom's existence is presence in a way which is palpable, there's no bucket for Bechira. There's no bucket for Avoida. There's no bucket for the, the purpose of the Obriya. So the Bershom, as it were, voided himself. He took himself out of and left the space, a halal, within which he created the world. So Chil Hashem is when a person strengthens that halal. And a Kiddush Hashem is when you inject the Kodesh back into that void. Kiddush Hashem is you put a Kodesh Baruch back into that space. So a person sits all by himself, nobody knows. And he says, the person is here, I can't do the surveyor. He's bringing Kodesh Baruch back into the void. There seems to be a space where Kodesh Baruch doesn't is not there. And he, he's injecting Kodesh Baruch back into, the, in, into that space. The opposite of a person who says, I can do whatever I want, is declaring he believes in the void. This void is, tr- is, is being strengthened by him. Uh, I once heard in a re- recording from Rabbi Zil Tauber, so Rabbi Zil Tauber, probably not most of the name, not familiar to most of the name, he was together with Shem they used to have an organization called Shalhevis, which worked in the Russian Kirov here in the country. Uh, so he said a story that he was once at a Shalhevis uh, event in Los Angeles, so he was there working with people which worked for him and talking to them, moving them towards Yiddishkeit, etc. He was up the whole Friday night. People came and he was discussing, debating, arguing, challenging the whole night with people. Motsi Shabbos, he was up the whole night. Sunday he had a flight back to New York and they canceled his flight. Now he must have had a good ticket because they, they put him up in a five-star hotel, he said. When they canceled my flights, they don't put me up in a hotel at all, but for sure not a five-star <laughs> hotel. Right? So he goes into this, into this room over there and he pulls out his Gemara to learn Daf Yomi. And he promptly, promptly falls asleep on top of the Gemara. He hasn't slept for two nights. Falls asleep on top of the Gemara. He wakes up and he says he's extremely embarrassed. He says his Zayda was lived in Poland. His Zayda's business was Shmatas. He would take, you know, needles and thread and cloth, etc. And he would go around, all around the neighborhood to the Goyim and to the Goyim women. He would sell them. They would stick their dogs at him. And the whole, like the way it was, the reality of living in, in, in Poland. He used to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, he said, he would learn for two hours before he would, would set out on, by foot to walk the whole day. He walked the whole day from house to house to house. He ran when the dogs were after him, etc. He would come back home at close to at, at, at 9, 10 o'clock at night. And he would sit down and he would learn for, for an hour before he went to bed. He lived a horribly difficult life. And he was able to, he didn't fall asleep in his Gomorrah. Here I am, like, you know, nice cushy life, and I fall asleep on top of the Gomorrah. So he was very embarrassed. And then he was thinking about it, and he says, he realized that he, that the, his aid he gave to Kodesh Baruch a present of a serious nefesh for learning Torah. A commitment to learning Torah under difficult, very difficult circumstances. He says he can't give that to Kaddish Baruch. He's not holding on the to give that to Kaddish Baruch. But there's something he can give to Kaddish Baruch which his lady couldn't give. 
says he's sitting in this room all by himself. The TV screen was the size of the wall. Like the whole wall was the TV screen. And, you know, it, it, it was accessible like four million channels. Like, you know, it had every single channel, anything you wanted to get, you could get on the TV screen. So called the Rosh Hashanah, he says, he says, every, the Mushkas Kite of the Gantzavelt was available with one click of a, of a button. And he said no to that click. That schus of sitting all by yourself in a room and saying no to that availability was something my Zedek could never give to Kodesh Baruch. That no is something my Zedek couldn't give. He says that he, but that he thought he understood Pshat and the Gemara in, in Sanhedrin. The Gemara Sanhedrin discusses Kevli Mashiach. The Gemara says that Ula said, yeah, you say, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see the, the Chavim Mashiach. It's going to be terrible. I don't want to live through it. Rabbi said, Yes, Rechmine. Rabbi Yosef says, Yes, Rechmine. I want him to come and I want to see it. Ve'ezki, and I want to be Zaycha. Le'ezki, the Isiv, Betula, Betula, the Chufisa, the Chamri. I want to sit in the shadow of the Tsoya of his Chamor, the ray of his Chamor, the, the excrement of his Chamor. Sheikh's Rechabala Chamor. The Chamorah is going to go to the bathroom, and he's going to sit in the shadow of the, of the shadow. It's a big pile, and it creates shade, and he's going to sit in the shadow of it. The funny Gemara, like, what, what exactly is that? The saying he wants to be Zayka to sit in the Tsoya, the tsail of the Tsoya of the Chamorah. So he says that he, he saw this in the morale. The morale is not as clear as what he, what he said. It. But the morale says that the Chumrius of the Chamorah, the, the, the Ani of Mashiach, the Chamorah is referring to the Chumrius of this world. He's going to ride above the Chumris of this world. He's going to ride on the Chumor. And then there's the, the Chumris of the world. And then there's Chumris, which is so low that it's like even the Chumor sort of pushes it out of its body. He says, once upon a time, what was it, what's available now to, was considered so low, nobody would do it. It was the Tsoya of the Chumris. And I'm sitting in the shadow of the Tsoya of the Chumris. I'm sitting in the shadow of this TV screen which is the tsoya of the Chamor. I'm sitting in the, the tsail of the tsoya of the Chamor. That's what Yosef was saying. Before Mashiach is going to reach a Madrega that is so low that a self-respecting Goy would turn red for what they do now, is what they talk about now, what they show now, what they do now. And we're sitting, Mamish, in, in, we live under the shadow of that, I, I thought of this once. I went to a certain city, and they had, I was driving over there, and there was a billboard which was. And my mom says, "I drove under it. I felt the mouse. I'm in the tail of the tsay of the chamor." Right. So the Rambam, that's a kiddush Hashem. It's a kiddush Hashem that a person is menei himself, ibnei not because he's, nobody knows about it. There's no yira, there's no pachad, there's no kapit. It's the right thing to do when he does it. So the Ramam, you brought the Kodesh Baruch back into the lowest of the low of the low. That's a Kedosh Hashem. The Rosh created this void. And the tachlis of the Bria, and the void that we have, is to put the Kodesh Baruch back into the Bria. So, at the moment of Matan Torah, there wasn't a greater Kiddush Hashem than that. The Russian put him back, back into the Bria. We didn't do that, though. I mean, we were Makabal the Torah. 
the Russian presented himself back. For a moment, the, the blockage of the world was taken away. The Russian opened up the, uh, the Shibratiyam, and there's nothing but a Kodesh Baruch Hu. You saw that, that all that the Bria acts as this screen, and that, that you can't see a Kodesh Baruch Hu was taken away. When we learn Torah, can he see us and he see not? We're learning Torah because it's the Baruch Hashem's Torah that he, he revealed himself and gave it to us. We're peeling away that shadow. We're cutting, we're cutting a Kodesh Baruch Hu back into the Bria. When we dive in, and we recognize the Kodesh Baruch Hu is the source, and we feel his presence, we put in Kodesh Baruch Hu back into the Bria. Chazanish writes in a letter that uh, Tefillah is one of the Targum Mitzvahs, according to the Ramah, so it's one of the Targum Mitzvahs. According to Ramban, Tefillah Be'i Sora is one of the Targum Mitzvahs. Ramah lists that as well. The, the Ramah learns there's a Mitzvah Da'am there's a Mitzvah to be Mitzvah during a moment of Sora, like the Shiva spoke about. Um, the Ramban disagrees with the first one, agrees with the second one. So the Chazanish writes, it says, Tefillah is one of the Targum Mitzvahs. But, at the same time, tefillah is the side of our avoider, because tefillah is an act of bitachon. And I've read to you before, I'll read it to you again, it's important to hear Lashon inside. The guy in the Mishle, Pasuk says, Lios b'ashem yiftachecha, the Pasuk, Mishle chabay's Pasuk, your test. Lios b'ashem yiftachecha, ho'yiditicha hayam afatza. In order that you should rely on Kodesh Baruch Hu, that's why Bershom was Medea you. He, he made known to you Blank, doesn't say what blank is. Uh, so the coin says, Pshat. Who? The fish Iker Hakarlu Abitachan Hasholim, who cloud Kolomitsis. The Iker is the cloud of Kolomitsis is Bitachan. Mizel Shomer Khan, Leo Special Mitachacho, Kermer Kadesh, Bitrantra Yibashem, who that Tikhayam, the Bresham was Medea to us, the Torah. That we should be able to be zeichel to have bitachon in the kaddish baruch So bitachon means that you know you're living in a kaddish baruch's hands. Bitachon is—I have no idea how it's going to turn out, but I trust the one who's who's, who's holding me. Bitachon is trust. Bitachon is a feeling of safety. I don't know what's going to be, but it doesn't. I trust the one who's holding me. So whereas I live in a world which seems to be dark and dangerous and scary. That's when you don't see the one holding you. You just see the, the world as it is. You've taken Kosh out of the picture. But when you live in a world where you feel that you're in a Kosh hands, I don't know what's going to be. It's not going to be comfortable. But the child is holding his parents' hand and he knows that whatever the parents are doing for them is good for him. It might be painful. That he trusts the parent, that he feels safe and secure in the, in the parent, parent's hands. So tefillah is the act where we come to Kodesh Baruch and say, Rosh, I know you're in control. That's Mamish injecting Kodesh Baruch back into the Bria. There's a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. The Morris says, Even if he has a Gazar Din of Shiva Mishan of the Rosh was created the Gazar Din. What does Bakal Kacha mean? Some say Bakal Kacha means all of your kavod. Tremendous focus. Some say Bakal Kacha means, but physically, screaming it loud. Bakal Kacha. 
literally. So it tells the Rav in Shirdas, says, what is this, what, how does this work? You know, so the person has a for 70 years, and he gets up and he says, he says seven, eight words, eight words, very loud, and now everything's fine. Like, how does it work? Sounds like, you know, one of these school lists. When we get more, it's, like, well, it's, it's, you know, it's one of these school lists that you find. There's a fellow on some island somewhere, like he writes daily school lists. He sends it out by, by text to the whole world that if you do this, it's a school of what it is, you know. Well, what, what, how's it work? Well, what's the shadow? So, so, so it tells the says like this. Yeshmer Rav Mevorach. The Russian's great name should be Mevorach. What does it mean should be Mevorach? Should be blessed. Baruch is ribui. Shmei means awareness. Roshim presents himself through his names. Uh, the Ibn Ezra says that the word shame is connected to the word shom. So I'm talking about a person, I say, you know, the, the guy's like, he's like, he's five, five, ten, and he has black hair and he has glasses. I don't know what you're talking about. Reuven, oh, Reuven, there he is. Shom, I can now point to him because I know his name. We can't point to Kodesh Baruch, we don't, we don't see Kodesh Baruch. When we see the Russian Sanhaga, we see it as a Kodesh Sanhaga, that's his name. So Russian Sanhaga Rachim. When we see Rachamim, we think of a Kodesh Baruch that's, that's a way to point to Kodesh Baruch That's his name. So the Ibn Ezra, Parshish Shmois. The Russians, the awareness of the Russian's presence should be Mavarach, should be increased. I want the world to be more aware of a Kodesh Baruch I'm davening for that. I'm screaming it out that this is my mantra, this is my cradle. I'm saying that this is what I, is important to me. Well, that's what's important to you. We can be confident that you will do what it takes to make that happen. When you have opportunities, you will do the right thing because this is important to you. You say it and you mean it seriously. Kokomonos, it doesn't mean you have a lot of kavan. It means that you're, you're really focused on this idea. This idea means something to you. So if it means something to you, you'll make it happen. So the Tazarov says that maybe, you know, you and your own maizim and mitzvahs, etc., you don't deserve to... Continue. The Zerah is against you. But the purpose of the Bria is to bring Hashem back into Bria. The Russians give back the Russians' covenant. And you're going to be a vehicle for that. So, you know what? You get a free pass. Because you will be a vehicle for greater awareness of Hashem Baruch in the Bria. Hershon, as Pershon Siddur, actually, Samama says this shot in, shot in, in, in the Yeshim Rabba. Yeshim Rabba is not Tfilah. It's a, it's a pledge. I pledge that the Russian's name will be Mavorach because of me. There'll be more awareness of Kodesh Baruch in the world because of me. I will act in such a way that people will see a Kodesh Baruch. People will be aware of a Kodesh Baruch through me. The, with my honesty, my care, my respect, the way I, way I carry myself and the way I commit to mitzvahs, people say, oh my gosh, there's a God in the world. Look at him. So a person says, He's a vehicle for Kiddush Hashem. He deserves to exist. So the, the oifen that we want to break a gzara din of ra is by realigning what our focus in life is. Learning is a form of, is bringing a kush, awareness of a kush, It's not a Baha'i, it's not Rava, it's not the Ksois, it's not the Nasib, it's the Rosh Hashem's Torah. The Rosh Hashem is talking to us through the Torah. 
we are sitting down to learn the Rosh's message for the purpose of the Bria. Is there a greater Kiddush Hashem than that? The Bria seems to just to go, no, 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 the Rosh's, I created it, I have a purpose for it, here's the purpose, I want you to learn it and implement it. So I'm involved in being Marbek and Baruch in the Bria. When I daven, I'm involved in a Kiddush Hashem. When I say Yeshua Rabba, what I'm saying is I'm committed to this. Seriously. Seriously, you know, like, why do you have to stream it? I don't know exactly why you have to stream it, but I, I live in, in Kenbrook, so, so it's right, right behind Northwood, which is right behind the, the, the high school. So I'm saying, like, during the, the, this season, they got to hear them shrinking the kids, screaming their, their heads off by the football games. So I'm trying to say, like, why do you have to scream? You're happy, so you're happy. Why, why do you have to scream? I, I don't know. I don't get it. It's, it's, it's really loud. It's, do, you, do you hear it here sometimes? I don't know. Yeah, you hear it over here. I, you know, I get it, you know, sitting in the sukkah, like, it's like a bottle, like, you know. Um. That's Yeshua Rabbah. So it hit me. The Russians may be goel, leave Nevi Nehem, Naman Shmoy. The purpose of the Bri is to be marred by the Russians' name. We're making a statement of a commitment or a desire or a dream a vision of a world which Kodesh was obvious, a world where the Russian was present. That's the way the world is supposed to look. It's not supposed to be, the Russian made it as a veil that we can't see him. That's not the final result. The final purpose of the world is to be Megal of the credit of Kodesh So there's two stages to that. The first stage is when it seems to be veiled and we find a Kodesh we've accomplished a tremendous thing. And we do that enough, the Bershom reveals himself, and we don't have, doesn't have to be veiled anymore. I read to the, to the last week I read it to, to you. This is a Kalkari from the Chabot's time in, in 1914. Tafresh Lion He wrote a Kalkari about the situation, that what people can do to be saved from the Tsaris of the time. Now, we don't understand World War I because it was eclipsed or World War II. Uh, I don't know if you're aware that 20 million people died in World War I. The numbers are mind-boggling. The only reason it was called the Great War, was not, they never had a war like that in the history of mankind. World War II made World War I look like, you know, not no significant. But they're on the cusp of, of this war. Every single country in Europe is getting, getting except for, you know, Switzerland and Sweden, is getting in on the game. I'm a sugarness. Right? He committed to him, he committed to him, he committed to him, he committed to him. Like, you know, so this guy, one person, you know, shot somebody, killed him, the whole world is at war. The reason why many of the Gdurlam did not say that they have to leave for World War II, Rashiva told me, he has he to tell Zerub, his Rebbe tells Zerub, the Shikdas' son, Rebbe Mitzvah, he said, like, you know, 
He says, we do the We went through that. We went through that. The war. We'll go. We'll be able to survive this as well. They couldn't dream of anything worse. It was horrible. It was horrendous. What World War One was like. The death, the, the deprivation, the, the there was millions of refugees. It was, it was horrible. So he writes the following. So he's writing not to the Benitari, he's writing to the whole the whole the whole the Yidden. Person has to die three times a day with Sibur. Don't don't have many chidus like many people sadly are doing. Every time the Christ gets together and they say, it's mavato many xeris from Christ. We can't even dream. We can't even we can't even estimate. We can't picture. The Yeshua's which would come to call yourself, if ever we go to Shul, Anoshim, Metaf, men and children, we can't dream of the Yeshua's that would generate. Well, we're not just a few people, which way it is right now. If they would do this, I can guarantee you, they would save thousands of people from dying. People which are, are going to arouse people to do this, convince people to do this, they're being tremendous Yeshua's for Klaus. I want words. The Russian wants us to learn Torah. The Christ says, We don't know Torah. We don't know how to learn Torah. The Russian says, The Christ says, this is a mark of the way I see it. Is, it's a harchava of what Chazal was saying. Hishmer Rabbah's mavatul kizardin of Shimon That the tzibur comes together, davens, but they don't just they don't just daven. They daven as as a, as a recognition that the Russian was the source. You know, Yamini Royim. We don't feel pachadim. The vast majority of us do not walk around during during the session of tshuva for daigid. Rabbi talks about the person is bashed for daigid during the session of tshuva. What's going to be with his din? He can't think of anything else. Like a person who's in a court case, and his mind does not deviate for a moment to thinking about what's going what's going to be. Uh, that that's our situation. Once upon a time, that was Rabbi Simkipter would describe to us. Says the what it was like in tells in Litta during El says the whole city changed. About the battle, everybody changed. They they carried themselves differently. There was a there was a there was an awe, there was a there's a fear. What's gonna be? In the whole city, you felt it in the city. 
We don't have that anymore. I think we are now getting a main of understanding of what it means. But it's a kid, but that, that's a kid Hashem. The awareness that the birth, we have no control over what's going to be, and we can only ask the Kashborah for help. That's bringing Kashborah back into the reality. It's not this, it's not that, it's no Kashborah, it's no Teva, it's nothing. It's a Berish Shalom. There's a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. When we, when we marker that and we dive in from that position, we are committing to bring a Kashborah's presence back into the Bria. And that's the purpose of the Bria. And then the Yeshua comes. So, Tefillah B'tzibur is upgraded. Yeshua was in Tefillah B'tzibur. It doesn't mean screaming it. It means absorbing it. And yes, if you want to scream it because it, it, it means so much to you, fine. But with kavana, with focus and thought, it means learning because this is the Dvar Hashem talking to us. And I want to know what the Hashem said. I want to bring Kharosh ideas and message and purpose back into my life and to the life of the people around me. I want to know what he said. If that's how I'm going to live, I'm going to be more careful with the covet of others. I'm going to be careful about mitzvahs. I'm going to be careful about everything because I'm living in a world where Vershem has a message for me, and that's the message. I can't ignore that. He's in control. control. The Vershem sent us a challenge, but a clarity that he's the one who's in control. We have no way to control this other than through him. And that is an opportunity of a clarity in our lives which many of us have never been zaychet to in your lifetime, been zaychet to that, that, that pachet. I remember the Gulf War. The Gulf War made this, in a certain sense, we knew there was nothing to do. There was no ground invasion, nothing. Israel had to sit there and be shot at by, by Scud missiles and just daven. That's all you could do was daven and learn. You couldn't do anything else. The American government made Israel, said they wanted to get the Arabs in, on board. And others said, only if Israel doesn't get involved. So Israel sat there like a sitting duck by the, by the carnival, you know, you know, and with a guy taking pot shots at him. I remember the Shira Klein Shmuz, the, 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 the night before the war started. It was, it was in Kim Kippur Kotten, and then there was a Shmuz. You know, they said for the city, he couldn't get a word out. That was the pachal. It was main the pachal they had during the Six Day War, during the Kippur War. It was the pachal pushed the existence of Israel, of millions of Jews. It was a moment of clarity that we have no power, <coughs> and that's scary to the wazoo. And that's a, it's a tremendous opportunity to realign what it means to live in this world and what our purpose in this world and what the Russia wants from us in this world and what we're supposed to accomplish is to bring his presence back into the world. And through that, the Kiddush Hashem, and we accomplished through that, the Russia was created the guards, guards in. And the Russia brings Yeshua's from the Mimatzel, Kamal Lofer Me Yisrael Mimavis Be'ezus Hashem.